with your powers combined, we are fan holes. Go, go, go fan I can't believe there's a chat room big enough to hold all of our present bodies. Wow. <laughs> of all the things I missed about the show, I miss Tony being wrong always. We've already got a me. We don't need another me. <laughs> oh boy, of the sheer episode. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, Derek. Lover of lobster women. Defender of Starfire's fidelity. I just want to know, who is the consultant? Who could he be? <laughs> no! I have no <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can relate to a, a talking cat that eats lasagna. I'll okay. do it, but I want to be immediately killed afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, in your Derek lair, do you have a list of that tells you like how to take down the other fan holes? Should we like go crazy? How does my stupid voice sound? You sound beautiful. Like ten times sexier. Good job. No one gets us because we don't explain it. Hey guys, welcome back to another spookerific sarcophagitastic episode of Fan Holes. It's a special Fan Holes Fright Fest. Hey, what's up guys? This is Derek, Derek WC. I'm not alone tonight in the the graveyards of the Fan Holes. I've got another fellow Fan Hole here with me tonight on this spooky dooky night. Why don't you give a shout out and let everybody know who's here tonight? Uh, well, it's time to kick tut. Uh, I'm Tony, guys. How's this going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we're here. It's a fan holes fright fest. This is a long overdue, long, long promised, proper podcast show. I promised Tony a long time ago that I would, I would watch some mummies alive, and that we would, we would talk about mummies alive. And since they are mummies. We're going to put it as part of our our uh, month-long Fan Holes Fright Fest. We're going to do a bunch of fun, kind of spooky-dooky stuff. And this seems to qualify, because, you know, sarcophagi, mummies, you know? So, But why don't you tell the listeners, like, what, what the hell is Mummies Alive, Tony? Like, why, why did you ask me to watch some Mummies Alive? And, and what is Mummies Alive about? Well, <laughs> I originally asked because I seem to be one of the few people who remembers this show, like just out of the gate. So I, I'm well known for pulling up kind of obscure stuff. But we were talking about Fright Fest one time, and I was like, oh, hey, that, that there's a show called Mummies Alive. And I think it would actually kind of fit. So this was a show in the early 90s that uh, revolves around, it's by Deke Animation, and it revolves around this young boy named Presley. And he is apparently the reincarnation of this ancient Egyptian prince, uh, Rapses. He uh, basically is discovered by this awoken evildoer named Scarab, who used to live in the old Egyptian times and was a scheming, devious type wizard. So he tries to, as your, as your typical cartoon villains do, uh, tries to abscond with Rapses or Presley to steal his power or such what. Uh, however, Presley has guardians in the form of Jakal, Armon, Rath, and Nefertini. Tina. Nefertina. They are the mummies alive. They are resurrected dead guardians who, for all intents and purposes, look like mummies. But whenever uh, there's a problem and they can't handle it, they can call forth the strength of Ra and become armored up and gain powers to help uh, protect their 
their uh, Pharaoh uh, Rhapsodies. So that's basically the that's it in a nutshell. And I just remembered the show because it actually ran for a pretty good long time. It was syndicated. I think it had like 50 or 60 episodes. And it was always on. So I, I watched it. And it, just, it was just one of those shows that kind of got burned into my head. And, you know, I always thought the art style looked kind of good. So I was like, hey, Derek, you want to do this? And I don't think you've ever seen this. I've, I've never seen it before. And you forgot the most important guardian. The cat? Kati. Yeah. Kati the cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out on the 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 early '90s because it seems like this ran from September 15th to November 25th, 1997. So I'm I'm gonna say it's probably the late '90s because I was I was trying to figure out wow. like like why wow. you know like I, I was thinking to myself like is there any chance any possible chance I could have seen this and I don't I don't think so because I feel like this is when you were out. You're already out of college or like right no, no, in the no. college I was, by now. I, w- I was in college. We were in the dorm rooms. It was a real pain in the ass to watch TV back then because those dorm rooms did not have cable television at the time. I think they ended up getting cable like long after I left. But, you know, it wasn't so, until so you I. Had I antenna in. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't until I moved into my own apartment that I had cable television and stuff. And at that time, yeah, we were doing the, the rabbit ear shit. And, and I mean, I, I, it's not like I didn't watch TV, but I mean, I, I think it was either I was taping things that were like, you know, quote unquote, super important to me. Like specifically what I can think of is, you know, I was taping things like Superman, the animated series. I would tape, you know, new episodes of, of Deep Space Nine and Voyager and even tape, you know, some of the old episodes to watch. But then me and my roommate, like we watched all like the, the goofy ass Aaron Spelling shows and you know, stuff like that. And he, he kind of always rolled his eyes when I was watching cartoons. But I, I mean, I, I don't think this would have ever come up because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a comic adaptation. And who knows, maybe it was, I mean, if anything was on at strange hours, I did not wake up to watch it. You know, I, I, I slept in and went to my noon classes and did my acting thing yeah. and, and did whatever. But if it was if it was on early or in the afternoon or during one of my classes, like I would I would set the the VCR timer and it would tape you know Superman or Superman Batman Adventures or whatever was <laughs> was coming on that I was I was following you know I mean you know he, even if it was something as obscure as say like Ultra Force at least I knew what it was right and I would tape it right but this I don't think I had any idea what it was and I, I guess I have to ask because I I realize in looking at this that this was kind of implemented by Hasbro like it was this big giant toy line and I kind of feel like if I was going to pitch this to somebody it's it's kind of like the mummy meets like Ronin Warriors you know, like instead of instead of it being like you know yeah. five yeah. like Japanese lads or whatever, and they armor up as like samurai, it's instead it's like the spirit of like you know four mummies and a cat, and then they armor <laughs> up to like protect their their prince, right? And who's reincarnated yeah. or whatever, right? Like so, and and then and then they talk about how I I don't know they're trying to pin this on like somehow mummies were like in the zeitgeist of the time. I mean I uh, this is. This is around that point where, you know, the the Brendan Fraser mummy movies were coming out. So I could kind of see, like, they they were trying to get on that bandwagon. Like, I guess mummies were cool with kids and maybe... They they, 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 they do name drop Imhotep as as the the prince's uh, dad. Yeah. 
So so I, I, I think that's part of it. I mean, I feel like this this is something that's a little tough for me to get into because I it, it I get why you like it. Like there are cool character designs. It's it's dare I say, you know, I don't know what, American slash Canadian type animation, but but it's it, it has that sheen or veneer of like popular anime too like everything you know as far as the two episodes i watched the first two episodes right and like you said there there were many episodes i mean it was probably built for syndication and there are 42 episodes in total now i i mean it's one of those things i couldn't see myself watching all 42 episodes i don't think or if i did i mean it it, it feels like one of these things that like you you could have on as like background noise. Like you can you can put it on. You oh, yeah. don't really have to pay attention to it too closely. Like the the main thing the, I the, took the, away the, the, the theme song is catchy. The theme song's catchy. the The main thing I think I took away, and let me see if I'm getting this right, but I think like Jacal is the the leader type guy, right? For, for for all intents and purposes, yeah. He like you know, especially in the modern day, he's the leader. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I mean, he 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 seemed to be the guy that was everybody's go to. Like if 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 they were Power Rangers, Jacal would be the Red Ranger, and 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 Jacal seems like. You know the Cyclops archetype, like he's that. Your he's your Lionel. He's your Leonardo. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if if for all intents and purposes, Professor Xavier was a little kid, right? Like, like if if this right, prince, yeah. you know, this reincarnated prince, you know, th- which is basically just yeah, yeah, that. That's funny. That that that's something I had a thought of. Like, dude lives in San Francisco. Dude's name is Presley. Like, dude's right. name is Presley Carn Carnivan. Like I don't even I don't even know what kind Carnival like, or Carnivan. Yeah, that's this, this says Carnivan. Did they say his last name a couple of times? But it's kind of it sounds like it's kind of mumbled whenever they say it. <laughs> like, like Chris Lee Carnivan. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, I I don't know the origins of that name, but it it sounds decidedly not Egyptian to me, right? But yet, I mean, <laughs> right? They kind of they kind of. You know, and he's supposed to be the ancestor, right? Like, or, or reincarnated ancestor, or some such, right? And then, you know, the way they 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 color yeah. his mom and and him, like their skin, like you could see, like, oh well, you know what? I I could see like that they have some Egyptian in their ancestry, like like I, I it's not, you know, I'm, I'm not obtuse to that, like like I think visually, like it makes sense, but I was just sitting there going, well, I wonder why they're 
I don't know. To me, I was like, that. I mean, may, maybe, you know, I'm not like super educated on what an Egyptian name would sound like or even a modern Egyptian name. So may, maybe that's perfectly normal, but it doesn't, I don't know. To me, it, it, it sounds quite normal or quite, uh, maybe that's not the best uh, turn of phrase, but it, it, it sounds decidedly like, like standard American cartoon name rather than Egyptian ancestral you know, reincarnated yeah, name. Yeah, I'm, not yeah. sure. I'm not sure in like Egypt there's a guy named Steve, you know. <laughs> Steve S- Steve Carnavan. Yeah. Egyptian gigolo. Yeah, but for the show I understand like you know, it's like his name is Presley, not like, you know, Presotep or something like that. <laughs> right. Or at least right. His last no, 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 name. but I mean that yeah, but, but I mean, his first name, I think you could forgive, right? Like the first yeah. name could be anything, right? Like, yeah. but I, I was just thinking like maybe there, if, if they were part of, you know, a, a line of people that had Egyptian ancestry, that, that perhaps their last name would also reflect that. But I was just kind of like, hmm, okay. Like, I, I mean, visually, I think that that comes across, but I, I, I found that kind of interesting. And, and because he's their ancestor... Or I guess because he's the ancestor of the prince, these these mummies recognize him as you know basically as their their prince. So they that yeah, it's even like, basically even like they, visually they like they're like they look at him and they're like oh prince prince Rapses, you know like right right. Like, like and the, I mean there's the, there's the lineage is so strong he looks just like him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I I don't know, like like t- tell me if if you think this is off or not, but I mean, I I felt like the the style of this cartoon, and the the kind of tone of this cartoon, matched a little bit of like the, you know, like the the syndicated Men in Black cartoon or even the Extreme Ghostbusters that me and Justin watched, like you know on, on the show once, like that that I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, production value or something like that. Like, yeah, like there's it, it they, had... they they you know they kicked out a lot of episodes and right. and there, there's a certain sheen to the animation, but it's decidedly you know it's it's not Japanese, but but it 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 does seem to have it takes some, some of it takes that some notes influence. From it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like I, I definitely would say, like you know, even though this is spooky. Uh, you know, Fright Fest. I would say Mummies Alive does air more on that Men in Black and Extreme Ghostbusters. It's supposed to be a little gross in a way, like, you know, or more creepy than just scary because, you know, uh, in like the second episode... I mean, this, this, yeah. is, this is this is decidedly safe for... I mean, it's not it's not something that, I, that uh, presumably... I mean, unless, unless your, your child is like super duper sensitive, right? Like that, right. I don't know toilet paper reminds them of mummies and they get scared. Like, if it's not like that, right? Like, presumably any little kid can sit down and watch this and not be scared, right? Like, I mean, it's it's it, it's as scary as, I don't know, anarchists from, you know, Darkstalkers or something, you know? Like, it's yeah. not... It's, it's not like you see... It's not like you see maggots crawling out of people's dead flesh and that kind of mummy yeah, thing. Yeah, from my like, memory... You know, it's, like, it's not the mummy that... It never gets dark. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the weird thing about it for me, and I, I think this would have worn on me had I continued watching, like if, if, if I watched, you know, 42 episodes worth of this. The thing that, that stood out to me the most, though, 
in the two episodes is I, I get why the transformations are cool. Like I get why the, the sheen of the animation is cool. I, I even think the premise is fine. Like, like, okay, it, it's kind of this, you know, um, you're living vicariously. If you're like a little kid watching this, like, what if I was, you know, Presley and what if I was, you know, the, this reincarnated prince and I could, I could, you know, direct these mummies to do good. And, and, yeah. and it even you know, has like, kind of like a dark evil bad guy and stuff you know? like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it takes that a lot. I can all understand. Yeah. I, I do kind of feel like, though, the thing that, that bugs me the most about this show is the the soundtrack. Arise, O oh Prince of Egypt! You are sleeping like a crocodile. Now, back to your studies. I was having that dream again of a strange place filled with horseless chariots and buildings made of glass. This is no time for such fantasies. I am trying to teach you science. Now, <clears throat> do you want to learn how to change a staff into a snake or don't you? Oh, all right. Now, repeat after me. Like, I, I feel like this, this is done... I guess it's credited to the theme music is credited to Ron Wasserman. And then they say the composers are John Campbell and Ron Wasserman. You might think the theme song is catchy, but I feel like the the score is very I'm I'm trying to think of the right way to say it. It diffuses any sense of jeopardy for me. Does that make sense? Like there there are sequences where 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 Presley is in like life or death like scenarios but the music kind of like you know turns into this wah, 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 you know yeah. thing where it's like I, I, I don't know like like it, yeah <laughs> yeah and 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 there's there's things that happen in it where it's like i wonder if this was and i i don't know if this is by design or whatever but it's like there's lots of crazy stuff happening where there's like car chases and there's not any, you know, there's no guns in this because it's, it's the late 90s, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, the bad guys are, are, there, there's are rock no... soldiers and you can break those apart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the bad guys are very much, you know, the, the robot foot soldiers for the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, there's no consequence in, in destroying those characters. But those characters do seem to have, like, these, they don't have guns, but they have these blasters or I, I don't know how to describe it but they have like these energy beams and things yeah, like that kind of like, kinda so like, like a, there's... uh stargate power staffs and shit like that yeah yeah there's 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 you know for lack of a better term there's you know there's gunfire going back and forth but from you know these these power staffs or whatever's going on right yeah. so there's there's things going on where presumably people are in peril Horses under the hood. They must be very small horses. 
Hold it! Stop! Huh? What? Feared we had lost you, O Prince. Now you know what seatbelts are for. You know, presumably there are things, there are scenarios where they're in life or death situations. But I feel like the tone of it is just like, I, I guess, like, I, I don't ever feel like it, it's funny because you, you probably have to have a certain sense of, uh, you know, disbelief or, or, or that you would you feel a certain pang of like oh no like presley's going to get hit by a truck and it's like i should feel that way but i feel like when i watch this stuff it's like it just seems so diffused and and part of that i think is the music and also i, I don't know what it is it's just like it it's like everything happens so quickly it's like presley is like is like the scene i'm thinking of he he gets it's like there's a truck and then he gets kicked off the truck and you think holy crap like that's a truck that's going at like 90 miles an hour but then like some other mummy grabs him and pulls him back up and it just it might even be you know the the leader guy Jakal or whatever but it, it just happened so quickly it was just like oh so there was no you know like there there, there was no question he was ne you know it was like he was never gonna fall and break his face and you know, none of that was going to happen. So I don't know. Like, is is that, am I being too harsh? Cause it's like, this is a kid's cartoon. Like you're just not supposed to think about it and kind of, you know, well, watch it and have fun and, and enjoy the transformations from like, you know, basic mummies to like, I don't know, freezes, you know, third form or whatever. And, right. and just have fun with them, like battling each other. Is that, is that what I should be focusing on? Like, I, I think, I, I I think it's know. for the legacy of Beak. has told us, always be sure to wear a seatbelt. Jakal has saved you for the last time. <gasps> I don't think so. I will destroy those mummies, even if I must shatter the world to do it. Like a lot of deep cartoons, from cops to their version of GI Joe, which we watched, they, they 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 tend to err on the side of safety. They don't really like to really do consequences. It seems like they 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 like to have more fun with it. Like the the characters are always kind they, of they do a little goofy, you know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking it. It's like it's like there's a certain sanitization of this. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's mummies, but they don't like eat your brains or they don't, you don't pull out their entrails through their nose. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like it's not, it's like, it's like all the trappings of mummies. It's like, okay, they've got the wrappings and they're in coffins and they recharge in their coffins. And it's got like some of the nice trappings of mummies, but like none of the, n nothing that could presumably be. <laughs> There's like literally a dude scary who's or an arm, but it doesn't or... matter. It's not like even a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, he just, you know, he'll he'll slap it back on or 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 whatever. Like I don't I, I don't know. Or like like even even the, you know, dude, I I brought up the cat, right? The yeah. Kaki. But when they first when when he first meets them all, they're like, "Oh, well, we better get out of here." 
And then they're like, okay, so they toss the cat up through the skylight, <laughs> but then a little bit of his wrapping is 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 draping down as like it's a, you know, like a rope that they're supposed to climb. Yeah, and then, yeah, right. And then like the the biggest, you know, dumbest, fattest dude is that um Armand. What is that? That's Armand, right? He's the guy who's always eating like chickens and all kinds of shit, right? He, so the, he, the biggest your, he's dude is Armand. Stereotypical big fat, not fat, big strong dumb guy. Excuse me, Ropsies. But I opened the white stone sarcophagus and saw the offerings of food inside. White stone sarcophagus? You mean the refrigerator? Ah, refrigerator. And what is the significance of the mummified bird? Leftovers. Help yourself. Thank you, my prince. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the big bruiser of, of the, the comic team. If 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 Jakal is you know, Cyclops, then then Armand is definitely like the, the Colossus or the strong guy or you know what I mean? Yeah, like he ain't that, no that kind of archetype. Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. And but but the first thing he does is he climbs up this this you know little mummy wrap, you know, to the skylight. And then of course they fade away like they all did it. But it's this funny sequence of the cat going Meow! Like, like, because it's got to get its like bearings or something. But I'm like, wait a minute! You're telling me the cat, the mummy cat, dug his claws into the top of the roof, and then they all climbed up on the. And I'm just like, yeah, this like, what, like, like probably like a five pound cat, you know, at the most. <laughs> I mean, even if it's even if it's a five pound cat with like mummy superpowers, like, why why did you overlook that? Like, you you should you should either play that up like it's awesome, like that Kati is like the coolest cat ever like that they should they should have him like like you know sheathe his claws and then there's like a shine on it and then the camera like pans around and he stabs his claws into the fucking thing and then he's like Meow! like go ahead and climb up me or whatever right but they just like fade away like 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 you're not supposed to think about it you know what i mean and like that's I, the kind I, I of thing that i'm like with the whole so... idea that uh they assume most people Remember from history class that you know cats were were, were worshipped in Egypt. I guess I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That you're you're probably right. I mean that that's all that it is, right? Like there's nothing, you know. I don't know, but it's it's just it's funny to me because I'm like I I feel like this has that. It it's got a nice sheen of uh, visual sheen. Like there there's certain things that look cool. It's clearly designed to sell many toys. They are mummies in the fact that they wear mummy wrappings and they're from Egypt. But if you took that away, they could be any kind of superheroes. Yeah, I mean, there's there's something about it that just seems so so sanitized, you know. Like like, and and I guess my question to you would be like, is did did the the Hasbro push for these? Like, it sounds like this was this might have been something where like Hasbro's like, we got this toy idea, we're gonna do you know, these mummies, and then they got armor, and then they, like, fight other, you know, guys, and we can make creatures, and this and that and the other thing. Like, is this something that you patronized? Like, did you have mummies alive toys, or did you see them and go, oh, that looks pretty cool, and that's why you were watching the show? Like, how did you... See, th th this is this is what, like, for me, I can I can go back to myself and go, 1997, okay, I was at Loyola, okay, I had antenna TV, okay, I was watching this, and go, yeah, mummies alive never fucking came up. Like never, so like right, yeah. I'm, I'm just like how, how did did you just stumble onto it one night? Like how, how did you come to to watch Mummies Alive, and how did the toys come into it? 
Well, this is this is like you know, um, especially like since you uh, told me it's the late '90s, that makes a lot more sense because at that time I was in my early 20s, working uh, in in downtown Greenville, which you know, not a huge city, but you know, I mean, it's a city, it's a city, and I would uh, there be nights where. Me and my friends, early 20s, would be up all night, and then at 6 a.m., we'd be looking for TV to watch, and we didn't have cable. We were, we got that we didn't have uh, access to it, but we were struggling 20-something, so we just had antenna TV, so we would flip the channels, and like, you know, it was like, sometimes it was like news or ETV or, hey, what the fuck, cartoons, why not, why not, let's watch cartoons. This was on at like 6 a.m., and it it had a it had a cool visual look to it like I you know like that's one of the things I do like about the show it's got a really like you said it's got that sheen there was effort put into this I'll give them that there was effort was I engrossed by the story not not really it wasn't like I was like ooh what's going to happen tomorrow on Mummy's Alive but it was just like I think it was that nineties like sense of irony is like from my standpoint I was like you know used to GI Joe Transformers He Man. And sure, to some people, those may seem kind of weird, but really they're pretty, pretty straightforward. You know, it's like G.I. Joe, he's a soldier. Transformers, they're robots. You know, He-Man, he's a, he's a strong barbarian guy. And like, then I've got this show where it's just like mummies who have like battle armor and they run around in a dragster. They, you know, have a cat. Uh, the fucking evil dude staff talks to them. It was just wacky enough and nonsensical enough that it was kind of enjoyable. You know, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that deep storytelling, you know, like Gargoyles or other shows of the late 90s where, you know, you could get invested in the actual story and be like, you know, oh, this is this is pretty damn good. It was just more like, you know, what the fuck is going on? So why don't you guys stay pumped up all the time? It makes you look less dead. The magic that gives us strength is limited. When it wanes, we must rest in our sarcophagi to renew it. Kind of like my mom's cell phone. What is a cell phone? Ah, well, uh, it's a, um, uh, you uh, wouldn't understand. Well, I guess we cannot go back there now. Hey, I know where you guys can hang out for a while. Hurry up, we've got some pretty snoopy neighbors. The great house of your father in Memphis was much larger. How do you know my dad was from Memphis? We know every detail of your life. You are Rapses, the only son of Pharaoh Amenhotep. Hold on, guys. The name's Presley Carnivon. I was only in that sarcophagus what's it's because those clay-faced dudes were chasing me. They were chasing you because you are Rapses. You got the wrong guy, pal. I'm not Rapses. I've never even been to Egypt. Who are you guys? I am Jakal. This is Arman and Raph. And he is Nefer. <laughs> You mean she? No, not <laughs> just a boy. How would you know? No, no. A actually, the prince is right. I am Nefertina. I only pretended to be a man, since women are not allowed to drive the chariots of the pharaoh. No wonder he never went swimming in the Nile with us. Only Prince Rapses knew. Oh, would you guys give the Rapses thing a rest? The, one of my favorite characters is Raph because he, he, he fills the role of uh, snarky know-it-all, which is one of my favorite comic character tropes. And the toys never had any of the toys, but they did make toys. And I do remember seeing them here and there. They didn't make a lot of them. I don't think they even made it to, like, series two. But I do, I do think they, uh, 
you know, as far as my recollection, they were pretty nicely detailed. You know, they look good. Uh, you know, they they. But this was when I wasn't buying toys either, though. This was right before like Beast Wars grabbed me and brought me back into toys. And see, you 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 triggered something when you were describing like you in Greenville and watching the show on TV. Like I kind of realized, like, oh, the way you when you said it was at six a.m. So for me, first of all, fuck no, I'm not waking up at 6 a.m. And and, and 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 second thing is, I if I did want to watch something that was on at 6 a.m., I would have had to fucking known about it, and I ha- I would have had to you know set some kind of recorder, and and it would have been a hassle because because I was rooming with with essentially four other people at the time. Right? right, and and so it would have been a big pain in the ass. And the reason why I remember that is because that's that's when I discovered Beast Wars, you know. And I was like, oh, oh okay. fuck, it's syndicated, and I have to, you know, it was on early in the morning, and I had to set a timer and all that other shit, you know, and and stuff like that. So I mean, I I remember specifically doing that. So and 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 if it wasn't like something super duper special. You know, if it wasn't like, you know, my roommate wanting to watch Buffy or or whatever, you know, whatever it was that we, me and him were both into, if we didn't, you know, he always wanted to watch Simpsons and Friends and all those <laughs> shows, right? If it wasn't if it wasn't one of those that was either his special shows or my special shows that we were going to go out of our way to fucking set up a tape to record or what have you, like there, there was no way I was just going to randomly like, oh, look, there's mummies alive. Look at that weird thing with the mummies. And they turn into Ronin warriors <laughs> and they shoot beams and fight people. Like there, there was no way that was going to happen. I think, you know, you know what it also reminded me of was it kind of reminds me a little bit of Archie's Weird Mysteries. And those didn't come out remotely in the same time, but I think they were produced right. in a similar manner, you know, and and. That was something where by the time Archie's Weird Mysteries came out, I was working in the casinos. And that, I I had to be up at 6 in the morning. And sometimes you were up there when everything was dead and, you know, somebody left some channel on because they were watching sports or whatever it was. But since you were coming in for the morning shift, nobody paid attention to what was on and usually left the volume turned down and, and just left on whatever. And if you were on like a dead spread, you just sat there, chilled out and looked at whatever was on the TV just to kill time. And the, the two things I remember the most about that was I, I would catch without any audio episodes of Archie's Weird Mysteries and go, what the fuck is this? And I would catch, like, when uh, when Tommy came back to the, the Power Rangers, you know, I would catch, um, what is right. it, D- Dino Thunder or whatever, and, and I'd be watching those things, and it'd be funny, because eventually, you know, 6 a.m. would turn into, you know, you know, 10 or 11, and finally some, some floor guy would come up and turn right. it off, and I'd be like, oh, motherfucker, I was like... I was paying attention to those dinosaurs and shit, you know, or whatever it was, right? But that's what it kind of reminded me of. He was just of. about to say, "Eat shit, you are." <laughs> yeah, I know. Like so, so I guess my my point with that was is that had Mummies Alive been on in that scenario, I might have been so bored that like I would have been like, "Hey, what the fuck is this? This looks right. pretty cool." Like, and and maybe even prompt me to check it out with like the audio turned on, right? Like, but. But since this was 1997 yeah. and I was in the dorm rooms and, and it was, you know, not even 
I had no knowledge of its existence. Like, I don't think there's any way I would have randomly stumbled onto it. I, I was going to ask you a couple of questions, even though we've had a pretty good, you know, I guess you say in the consensus of why, why I would watch this and why you understand that. You know, just a couple of notes from the show. I, I, I said I like Wrath. He's a skinny guy. Well, they're all kind of skinny, really, except for Armand. He is noticeably not a powerhouse. There you go. Jakal is like the strong leader. Nefertina is like the the Black Widow of Mummies Alive. But Wrath was the smart guy. He he was the brains. You know, he was the guy who knew science and stuff. But he his armor was a snake. And even back then, I was like, he almost looks like a villain. Like especially when he's armored up. And I always wondered about that that choice, that design choice. Like, did he look kind of villainous to you in his armor? Like, not as much when he's normal, but, you know. I guess I guess now that you mention it, I, I sort of see what you're saying, right? Because I think if you were watching, like, cartoons like, say, Conan or something like that, the, 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 the snake, you know, would be considered, like, an enemy or something like that. But, you know, even in, yeah. e- even in his, and, and I guess we're, we're, we're probably conditioned, right? Because he kind of looks like a cobra, and and you know, GI Joe versus cobra, yeah. or 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 like you uh, know, Snake Man from He Man, Snake Man from He Man, like King King Cobra, you know, from DC Comics, or Copperhead, you know, like characters like that. I can see him having that either visual appeal for kids, like being toyetic, like oh, this looks really cool, like 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 if Serpentor was a Shogun warrior. That's kind of what right. Wrath's armored form looks like, right? But yeah, even he's even, even he's even he's even gold and green. Yeah, yeah, even his his standard form where he's got the little hat. I mean, it's it's almost like he's doing a, you know, like like they're doing an anime Boris Karloff or something. You know what I mean? Like there's still there's still yeah. a sense of like. I, I can see what you're saying. There's there there there's a sense of nefariousness to him, based on what kind of popular culture you may or may not have been exposed to, even though he's a good guy. And and, and he has that voice that's very uh, condescending as well. You know, it's just like you know, oh well, hello, you well, know, well, whatever. He, he's the <laughs> one that doesn't want to admit he doesn't know what the fuck a cell phone is when when Presley. Yeah. Yeah says like oh my cell phone and our i think armand's you know of course he's he like we said he's he's not the bright one right so he's like what what what's a cell phone and then he says oh you wouldn't understand you know or whatever and and like that armand but armand has actually known him well enough to be like that means he doesn't know what it is (laughs) right right but i guess i guess not because he's smart he just knows that guy yeah yeah he, he he knows his bullshit right I think something yeah. that might be worth mentioning is Wrath is voiced by Scott McNeil. Nice. Well, that's that's why his wife's a good voice. I yeah. Mean, when I say it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, condescending, you know, snide voice, it doesn't mean it's not a good voice. It's a good voice. It's like, uh, I, I think Jacal has a really good leader voice too. He's probably somebody who's done work too. So, I mean, I guess you could say like if you're. If you're a fan of Beast Wars and you're listening to this, that that might give you some incentive to check this out. You know what I mean? Like like right. if you're curious about some right. of the different, you know, voice acting that your your favorite Beast Wars characters have also done. It, it, this this may turn away a bunch of people, but Nefertina is voiced by everyone's favorite Cree Summer. So if you want more of 
Max from Batman Beyond to to grate on your 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 ears like nails you know on a chalkboard. Sad? You've got some more crease. You know what's sad? I did I did not know that, but now since you said that, I I I automatically hear that raspy. <laughs> Now, now, now that I've said it, you can't unhear it, right? Like that she's, you, you yeah, know, you know what's it, funny about that yeah. is like that. That's one of those like late '90s things where it's like she's the girl, but then you're like, well, how do you get a female character in this group of you know ancient Egyptian mummies, right? And then they they have this yeah, kinda... you, you had priestesses and stuff, but they weren't warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you have this throwaway line that she she had pretended to be a man and 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 they all sit there dumbfounded when and it's like, "See, he is the prince cuz he knew I was a woman." You know, and I'm just kind of like, "Dude, everybody knows." Like, what do you I don't know. It's it's funny. Well, yeah, cuz like like her 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 male name is Nephra and then she's like Actually, Nefertina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, all right, call now, Cartier. Yeah, yeah. So they, so they got that. They got that going on. I will say that, like, uh, we're not going to do episode breakdowns because this is a very episodic kind of show. There is, it some, is, it is. So, like I said, yeah, it's yeah, very, it's very, it's, it's very, goes, it's very syndicated, right? Like that. That presumably, yeah. like, it was funny because I, I had thought maybe when you suggest, like, and we had this discussion, right? I, I had thought. When you said, "Oh, watch the first two episodes," like it was going to be like a two-parter or some kind of pilot, and I mean, it kind of is, but like you could kind of watch these in whatever order you want to. I I would imagine. Do you know what I mean? Like, or or this like, is like 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 the first the first episode sets everything up. It's your it's your yeah. like yeah. Here's the dudes. Here's the bad guy. Here's Presley. Here we go. And the second episode, at best, is like. Okay, now they have a base, and, and now like they, this is where you get your car, and 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 uh, no, we we do a little bit more story with Presley being the 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 pharaoh, but you know, yeah, you could watch it by itself. You know, if yeah. I was, if I, I I will admit, if I was like a little kid, and I I don't know if they did or not, and you can tell me, but if they sold that car, like that that is a pretty kick ass, like that that mummy mobile or whatever the fuck it's called, like. That that is a pretty. I, I want to say they did. That that is a pretty kick ass car. Some of the some of the toys got uh, shelved because this was uh, you know a big surprise considering that you know De- uh, Derek never heard of it. Was it a big hit? Uh, not as much <laughs> as they wanted it to be. Who who would have thought? Yeah, they 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 did kind of shit can a lot of the toys. Let's see, they. I'm looking it up. Uh, I see a lot of the figures I remember, and they do have snap-on armor. And actually, it is very Ronin Warriors esque. So. I I feel like I mean that's that's what I initially thought of when when I looked at this, except for you know with with mummy paraphernalia. But yeah, instead of samurai, you know. Yeah, let's see. They did. They did make the dragster, but it was called the Hot Raw. But I don't know if it got released. Okay. But uh, there there is there's an image of it. Okay, no. Oh, oh, hold on. I again, I don't know if it got released, but there is a physical copy of it. There was two toys. There's the Hot Raw, which is the dragster, which does look pretty sweet. It does. And there is the Skycophagus, which was Oh yeah, I see it. Okay. Yeah, which was kind of like Jacal's like leader vehicle. It tur- it could fly. So. But yeah. Yeah, but it looks pretty I mean, the, the the toys look really good since you're probably looking at them. Yeah, yeah, they look fine. I mean, it, it's it's, you know, the the 
I, I'm guessing it's, is this, I don't know, I, I'm so old now, I can't, I can't keep track of this shit. This, this is, this is after McFarlane, or pre, just pre-McFarlane toys, because, I mean. I think, the, I, w- I would say right before. Because it's like, it's like, they, it's, it looks like they only have really like, you know, at best five points of articulation, but the, the sculpts look pretty nice, you yeah. know, like, I like. Uh, they, 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 they are Kenner, this is. But this is Kenner when Kenner was owned by Hasbro. Okay, because I, I I had kept hearing Hasbro, but this is this is Kenner getting yeah. bought out by Hasbro or something. Yeah. Do you remember when Power of the Force came out? Yeah. The the second one. Yeah. Even though it was Hasbro, all the toys said Kenner. Okay. And so I think I think they is... were I, I think has yeah yeah Hasbro bought Kenner I think in the it, it actually in the early nineties. Okay. So. But this is this is kind of similar. So, so, they they still say Kenner, but it's technically Hasbro. You know what they really remind me of, especially with their kind of like duck poses. They kind of remind me of uh, Total Justice. Yeah, the, the yeah, 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 absolutely. Like they they have that kind of staction, static pose or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I I can totally see that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, now, now I kind of want to buy one or two of those. They they look cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, like, again, the, the, the toys came out when I was not into toys. And I remember seeing them, but I don't remember them looking actually that good. So that's kind of cool. I mean, these are probably, like, if you, don't... you know, semi-promotional. But, but yeah, they do look nice. And then that dragster, well, sure, yeah. the, the hot raw. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that that is one thing. You're talking about, like, you know, the, the subtext of it not being too serious and stuff. Right. Oh shit! Lots of Egypt puns, lots of uh, punny pun punness here, you know. Sky cophagus. Yeah. Sky fucking cophagus, Tony. Well, that's what I referenced earlier. Like it was, it was in the second episode. One of their uh, more teenage mutant ninja turtles catchphrases is "Let's kick tut." Let's kick tut. Let's kick tut. In the Skycophagus. <laughs> Lord. But, yeah. But speaking of, like, consequences and stuff like that, it, w- like, the, the elephant in the room with doing a show about mummies is, for all intents and purposes, these motherfuckers are dead. Mm. You know? They're, they're, they're fucking mummies. Do you think the second episode did at least a pretty decent job of kind of setting up that, you know, big, you know... This is why we hate Scarab. Scarab was the one who basically killed us all, basically, including the prince. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Well, I mean, he. Yeah. He's he's the bad guy, right? Like that's, the, and 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 I guess that's that's your your other setup episode that like explains. Yeah. I guess I guess some of it, you know, you you're supposed to take at face value in that first episode, but this that second episode kind of embellishes on it, right? Like the, 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 they, they give more of the, the backstory of their history between, you know, uh, I guess Rapsies and, and, and Scarab, right? Like that's, that's the whole point, right? You know what else though? It's like, this is, this is the other thought I had when I was watching it. And I don't know if if you'll think this is funny or not, but like, (laughs) You know how I said it was kind of like sanitized and like even even the explanations of their demise, right? Like felt kind of sanitized to me, like because it's like it's in a dream and everybody looks like, you know, it's like oh look, it's Rapaces looks like Presley, and then 
and then you know uh Rappacy's mother kind of kind of looks All like you know Presley's normal. mother and 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 the mummies are not you know even you know mummy like and all this other stuff and i i had this weird thought when i was watching these episodes that like it kind of like it reminded me of like small wonder like like do you know what i mean like like <laughs> like it's like it's like dude has like this little like super powerful robot girl servant you know and it, and he's a little kind of kind of right. effeminate kid where he's like hey what's going on you know or whatever right like and it's it's just like but he's like hey why don't you like punch that i was called i was like called why don't you just punch, punch that bully in the face you know and then small wonder does it and the guy's like head splatters all over the place like that never happens right but like like you could see why something it like could. that has to be sanitized where like if small wonder did something she'd like you know i don't know like lift the guy up and the guy would be like oh no and like his his toes would do the twinkle toe like oh no as he's being lifted up or whatever and that's that's as far yeah. as it went right like it doesn't does it, you don't think about it too much yeah but but he could have totally been like you know like he could have totally been like Oh, Vicky! I wish somebody would just kill that bully. Right, kill right, the bully. right. And he's like, "No, Vicky, no, <laughs> don't do it, Vicky." You know <laughs> that kind of shit, right? But it's like, why? <laughs> I I don't know. It's just so funny because it's like, down the hatch. <laughs> you all right, Brandon? Emergency choking. <laughs> Arms around the waist. No, Vicky. Fists like this. What is she doing? The Heimlich. Three quick thrusts. One, two, three. She broke my back. I I felt like, you know, like, even when, even in that first scene when, like, Presley's, like, because he's in San Francisco or the the animated San Francisco or whatever, right? And like he 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 does his yeah. skateboard like yeah. down the hill, and like even his buddy's like, "You're not gonna catch me doing that shit, Presley." Like I, I'm not gonna take my skateboard down a steep ass San Francisco fucking hill street. Are you crazy? But he does it right. <laughs> but and, and he's fine, right? So it's like it's I don't know. It's just like one of those things where like th- th- there's there for for something that's so uh sanitized and something that presumably is supposed to you know it's of that era of cartoons where supposedly like uh, oh i'll just say it you know there's there's no guns there's no there's no punching there's no quote unquote what is perceived as bad violence to uh, uh, you know a spouse to kids it's not like power rangers where yeah. people are kicking the shit out of each other right but at the same time, yeah, yeah, like I said, like the 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 the, the bad guys who get punched are made of right. clay but, and they just crumble. And it's but like, at the same time, you know. as sanitized as that is, the the show opens with a kid rocketing his fucking skateboard down a busy San Francisco. Like, like think of the sequence in Bullet with Steve McQueen, but it's a little kid riding his <laughs> skateboard down. Like, like that's. You shouldn't tell kids to do that. And he's the main character, right? Like, like presumably, you, your 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 audience is going to identify slash idolize this kid, right? So why wouldn't they do what that kid does? But yet, what that kid does doesn't get him into trouble either. I, I, and then you'd think you'd have this rush of kids yeah. that would all, like, start 
being like Steve McQueen and Bullet, only with skateboards down fucking busy San Francisco hills or whatever. You know, like I don't know, like it just that 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 kind of cracks me up because it's like I, I I will I will say like I don't you know I don't remember the entire run of the show. I definitely have nostalgia for it. I I you know if you pick out an episode, there's a couple that I can be like, oh, I remember that. I remember that happening. But like you know, the first two episodes definitely set up his mom as an absent mom. Well, you, you know like, what's weird is. She, she like checks out him that he's sleeping. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that because she's she's like a you know she she's definitely a, like a business mom or a work mom, and she's supposed to be like I don't know she's kind of I, I think she works at a museum. Yeah, she's kind of like Hawkman, yeah. right? Like she's a curator of a museum, and she's got all these important responsibilities and stuff. But I kind of got the idea. You know, you know what's weird is I kind of got the idea that she was a single mom, but then like I I. I was looking at some of the wikis and things like that, and they act like his dad's still in the picture, but is always away on business or something. I don't know if that was something they they threw in to make well, up. Well, for... in, in that second episode, he says, she says, you know, your dad's in Nubia or whatever. He says dad's in Nubia. Oh, okay. So, like, he's he's out getting, like, all the artifacts and blowing dust off them and doing the Diana Prince thing yeah. or whatever. But, like, in the real world, it's like she's not, like, you know, like, Presley, your dad's dead, or like you know, Presley, your dad went to go get cigarettes twelve years ago and never came back. You know, he, she, you know, she's not right, shocked. Right. You know? I don't know. I, I just, you know, you start to wonder if that's like a euphemism, though. Like, oh, your dad's in Dubois looking at like vases and shit. And I was just kind of like, is he yeah, really? Is he really? Because I haven't seen him this whole time. Like, I, I think you're lying. <laughs> I think you're full of shit, mom. I don't, I don't think that's real. I haven't seen Dad in twelve years. Been in Dubai for like twenty years. Yeah, right. (laughs) Vicky, kill Mom. No, don't do it, Vicky. No, Vicky. I I I will be that guy though. I have to be kind of an asshole, and I hate to be. In the flashback scene, they have this like they they try, they try. They have this little tender moment with Jacal and his wife and his 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 child, and you know sets up that he's a family man. He lost his family. Either A, they got killed, not said, or B, they, you know, he died, and of course, them being humans, they just naturally died at some point. They're humans. But, like, we were talking about, you know, how it looks and everything like that, how these these guys look, you know, pretty Egyptian. They, they have a darker skin color. And Jakal's fucking son is white as a fucking ghost. I'm like, are you sure your wife was sleeping with you, Jakal? <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I was like, that's a really white baby. I, I did want to... Uh, Say we were kind of referencing back and forth, you know, some of the stuff that just seems like it kind of, I wouldn't say stole from, that, that's really strong, and that's like, you know, actually, you know, kind of uh, accusatory, but I would say borrowed is pretty good, uh, like you say, just reminds you kind of, uh, of uh, you know, uh, uh, Ronin Warriors, yeah, or maybe yeah, yeah. Saint Seiya, but uh, also uh, Scarab. He is 100% a mm. mumra. He is mm. totally a mumra because he's old and he can't do anything, but then he has this super-powered form, and he has probably one of the best transformation scenes. Like that, and that animation on that is pretty sweet. I, I thought all the animation was, was, was pretty nice, you know? like It looks good, yeah. I mean, like, a lot of the times you look at it and it does seem to be like a... Like a, a e- e- even like the way like uh, you know I'm I'm not saying this inspired like uh, Justice League or anything like that but even even the way Scarab looks I mean you know it's like they 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 have the whole thing with um you know 
the the Hawkman, Khufu, and all that kind of you know what I mean? Like they and they 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 do the thing where you know uh, what what's his face uh, betrays them and everything. I mean, you know, it's like it's it's like always those vizier advisor guys. Like they all look like Scarab, right? They all they all have that that right. emperor's aide, you know, you know, pope hat or whatever it is, right? Like that they have, right? They, they 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 are the most they are the most evil guys that everybody knows is evil except for the king who for some reason trusts him. <laughs> right, right. Like everybody everybody totally can see. Like it's like he's got. He, I mean, it's like the Egyptian version of like the 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 twirly evil mustache, right? Yeah. Like like everybody knows that guy's bad news, but but the actual king who's about to get stabbed in the back, right? Like, yeah. I trust him with my life. <laughs> like why? <laughs> Yes, yes. Like, that's completely the, the wrong thing to do. It, it, as far as, yeah, the look, you know, like I said, you, you did a really good job of kind of uh, detailing it and stuff like that. I would be unsurprised, especially with, like, the proportions, especially, like, during the transformation scene. Like, I don't see any, I don't, I, I haven't looked at the, the credits as much as you have when you were talking about the music or that. I would be hard-pressed to say that there was not some 90s artist who at least did some design work for this. Because it doesn't look like Deke, uh, uh, like, because, like, Deke, okay, for example, Deke. Cops, not the cartoon, but the card art and the design oh, yeah, work you, was you're done by Bart like Sears. Bart, yeah. Bart Sears, yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm, yeah, that's interesting. I wonder, you know, maybe, maybe there is something to that. I wonder who, like, I guess you'd have to look up the, the toys, maybe, and see right. who... Yeah, see if there's like kind of design those or whatever. Because it does kind of kind of give me a a J. Scott Campbell vibe a little bit, maybe a Joe Maggiore kind of look. Maybe sometimes I don't know. It definitely has like it definitely has a style, you know. Like I've always given Deke kind of that 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 nod. Like G.I. Joe Deke doesn't look like cops. Deke doesn't look like Mummy's Alive. Deke, you know what I'm saying? It's like doesn't look like Inspector Gadget. Yeah. Well, let's see. It looks like. If this is accurate, I found a deviant art page for a guy named Seth Kersley. Uh, huh. And they have character designs. It says, these are actually drawings from circa 97. I don't know. This was actually after I finished the show. Went from Timba and oh, Timon and Pumbaa into development at Disney and then over to Deke as producer-director of Mummies Alive. I was 23, I had no idea what I was getting myself into, but saw it as trial by fire. I figured if I fell completely flat on my face, I could say I tried, and it would have been on them for hiring someone too young, but I managed to make it through only slightly singed. The bottom left guy is a mutt, the devourer of souls. That was the only design in the show that was purely my own. Hmm, okay. He was producer-director... He wrote the premises and some of the one of the scripts. I wonder who else did. You are one of the character designers. I wonder who the other people. Let's see. Glad you like the stuff. Oh, the character designs were a collaboration between myself, the art director Stephen Choi, and the toy designers from Hasbro. So, th th there's still something to what you're saying, yeah. right? Maybe some of the toy designers at Hasbro had some of that that influence as well. You know. Interesting, yeah, yeah. That's that's like that like that's like my biggest takeaway from this show is like all of your critique of storyline or tone or atmosphere. I can't argue it, and I'm not trying to because it is kind of a silly kid show, and 
I, I think maybe it was betrayed by the 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 design because the design does look kind of dark and kind of more actiony and more dare I say edgy. And when you have like these kind of cool looking characters, and then like you said, it's ba da ba da ba you know, you're like, huh, what, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, it's it's got that. It's kind of got that like you know, bulk and skull score like throughout the entire episode. You know what I mean? Like where where it's yeah. got that kind of that that kind of diffused tone to it, where it it, it it's is it definitely doesn't make anything seem that dangerous you know like it it kind of kind of what what's the what's what's the term there's no stakes there's no stakes yeah yeah well it's funny though too because it's like isn't that weird because like like a lot of those things seem like high stakes but then Mm -hmm. adding that kind of music to it somehow diffuses those high stakes and it 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 kind of fascinates me you know it's kind of like that thing like like have you ever seen that thing where where they they do the opening of of Halloween, you know, John Carpenter's Halloween, which is like a creepy thing and it's got the the carpenter music and Michael Myers like steals the car and goes off to Haddonfield and all that stuff. It's a very very suspenseful sequence. But then, you know, it, when when you're teaching film and all that other stuff, how things can make or break a sequence, it was this great thing where I think they took out the 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 carpenter score right this this suspenseful music and put in like you know freaking you know uh uh you know benny hill or something you know what i mean like something right. where it was just like <laughs> you know and and it totally like you know obviously it changes the dynamic of that it, it actually kind of right. seems funny right because he's like leaping over the car and all, i don't know it seemed it's funny like and it, it's it's like that that's one of those things where it it it's crazy it how it how something like, like that. Wars, you know. the, the entire run of Beast Wars had the same tone as that one episode, The Low Road. Mm. Right? You know, because everybody always says that's like the worst episode. That's like, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, the comedy episode, yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, it's okay if there are, you know, moments here and there. I'm not saying, like, uh, you have to well, yeah, kill all the comedy. Well, yeah, that's why that episode's totally okay, because it, yeah. it doesn't tie into the bigger story, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say like what what you what you're describing is kind of funny. Like hearing you talk about like the the last few sentences, basically you are seeing now as a forty something year old adult what I saw as a twenty year old, but I couldn't put it into words. Like you're saying, like mm. you know what I saw is like I'm watching the show, I, I dig the visuals, but what the fuck is going on? But you put it more succinctly, you know, it's like. They're, they're like I, I I didn't have the ideas of like you know tone and 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 cutting off the 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 tension and and well it, like, it must you know, feel weird because off. because the, the you know the, these designs are clearly designed to appeal right like like you're you're yeah, supposed yeah. to look at it it's like a you know fucking peacock mating you know what i mean like it's got it's got the plume and all the fucking colors and all the you know these mummies right you're like oh this is look they got the armor and it looks pretty sweet and then they do the thing where you know the thing i always love about animation where you know it's got that little kind of shine where you can see like look like these these guys in the armor they fucking glisten right and you're like oh that's pretty cool like so like you're drawn to that aspect of it but then when you actually like sit down and kind of watch it and and then you know some of the like like we're saying the tone is is just kind of like well 
it's it, it must be funny because it's like you're drawn to it, but then you find out like the relationship with that peacock isn't going to work out. You know what I mean? Like where you're like, wait a minute, like <laughs> like they, you know, I don't know, they have bad breath or you know, so something you didn't see first, right? Where you're just like, what? Like you know, they they, they you know they like this type of music and I like that type of music. Like this just isn't going to work out or whatever, you know, like type thing. And like that's that's kind of what I feel like about mummies alive. Like there's, there's lots of things where you look at it and go, Oh, this is pretty cool. But then there's also things that you outside of the visuals that impact the enjoyment of, of the show. Yeah. It's uh, you know, I guess the best way to put it is it's like, it's not a complete package. Like when you open it, like it's got pretty wrapping, but then, you know, you know, like Charlie Brown would say, you know, I got a rock. <laughs> Would you be interested in somebody trying to revive this or revisit it or or, or, or have a different take on it or something? Um, I, I'm always of two minds of that because, you know, I've been burned before. But, yeah, uh... yeah, I mean... There's definitely a danger in doing that, right? But like, like say, like, like Fresh Monkey Fiction said, like we're gonna make a a cool line of Mummies Alive toys, and you you didn't have to worry about, you know, uh, that somebody was gonna turn it into, you know, some horrible remake where it's all a bunch of, you know, weird character designs right. and 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 all kinds of weird, you know. <laughs> stuff that goes on in those remakes right it, it, like it, not, it, it, not it, like that but what if it was just fresh monkey fiction says we're gonna make a bunch of cool kick-ass mummies alive toys they're pretty much like the original character designs but they've got like souped up articulation and 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 they're they're six inch figures and they have these cool kick-ass you know king cobra snap on armors and that kind of thing like is, yeah. is something like that like appealing or i don't i don't know I think, like, all these, like, you know, concepts and ideas obviously appeal to certain people. And as far as that goes, I'm always good for a really cool, like, action figure. Like I said, I, I did have a fondness for, for Wrath. I thought he looked really cool. If they could do a Scarab, I don't think they should do, like, a Snap-on armor. Just do his big hulking beetle form. Because that was really intimidating. It looked kind of, you know, it had a had a, had a intim uh, intimidating look to it. Yeah, I'd be down for that. You know, I mean, I I have passed on it, and I've heard you know I'm stupid because it's going for a lot of money in eBay and stuff. But I thought about buying that damn Super Shredder from the damn Secret of the Ooze NECA figure a hundred times. The only problem is it's NECA. Don't don't want to pull it out of the box and the leg fall off. But yeah, I mean, I have I've totally been that guy, especially if I have a nostalgia for something. If they make a cool version of it, you know, I'll I'll, I'll get into it. And hell, if, if if they could do a good version of a cartoon, like like I said, you know, I've been burned before, but at the same time, you know, uh, when we were watching Thundercats, the the not the Thundercats roar stuff, fuck off. <laughs> 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 but the uh, the the like mid aughts, like you know, two thousand nine or so Thundercats show, two thousand ten or whatever, that was really good. I thought it was really good, and I, I I was sad that it like you know we mentioned it on a podcast. Yeah. So so if they if they if they shot for something like that, that that might be of interest to you then. Yeah, something a little bit a little bit more adult. What if I held uh, all the 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 former Dreamwave employees at gunpoint and got them to do a Mummies Alive like five issue miniseries or or I I I kidnapped Studio Udon and made them do like a five issue Mummies Alive miniseries like would that would would that be exciting? He said make it better. He said but if it was good, Derek, if it was good. No, like uh like okay, let's see. Okay, we got Mummies 
We've got ancient Egyptian stuff. Uh, so we're talking about like, you know, very, very old history. Um, you know, uh, who's got some weird, crazy ideas. Uh, you know what? Hey, Warren Ellis, do mummies alive. Dude, um, Warren Ellis mummies alive web series. Like, like, uh, GI Joe, uh, retaliation. Like that'd be bitching. Right. Right there, you go. Yeah, yeah. Like, See, yeah. Well, like, okay, yeah. okay. I was just, I'm, I'm just spitballing. Like, there, there could be some fun things that could come out of this, you know? Yeah, it's, it's just got to be done with quality. Right. That's, that's why I don't like stuff like Thundercats Roar. It's not done for quality. It's, it's done to make a quick buck because of nostalgia, not because they care about the characters or they like the show. It, I mean, I don't even care about the Mummies Alive characters. I'm not sitting here like we all know my love of Asbats. You know, do I care about Jakal? Not really. He looks cool. I remember him. You know, it was a cool cartoon. But if you give me a good story with him, I might get more invested with him, you know? Yeah, yeah. As far as uh, Fright Fest, you know, I will say, like, the show has mummies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it does. I mean, the, there are mummies. Like, there's there's, uh, there's sarcophagi. There's flying sarcophagi. There's, there's, there's a sarcophagus. There's, there's wrappings. There's, there's a cat that's a mummy. There's a cat. That yeah, can track yeah. little kids, like that's that's pretty awesome. These guys are yeah. all like all the heroes are technically dead except for yeah. uh, you know Presley. So you know who's reincarnated. It fits. It fits. David. He's reincarnated. Yeah. Yeah. It's Presley. Totally. All right. All right. So this is this is uh, I, I don't know. Do you, do you, do you, any any other final statements to 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 sway or not sway people? Like why 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 should why should people check out Mummies Alive? I, I would say that like much like you. I think most people who watch this will get the same reaction. It is a kid's cartoon. The tone is kind of off. But if you have like 20 minutes one day, just, just like pop in an episode. Like like Derek said, he can put it in the background. You can kind of jam to the opening theme. Maybe get a laugh here and there. Because there's some, there's some funny jokes here and there. A couple. And you know, like, you know, see if you like it. I cannot highly recommend it. Not five stars, you know, go see this now. But, you know, it was, it was, I mainly want to do this for nostalgia because I remember the show. And, you know, I am, I am seriously thinking about maybe getting one of those figures though. See if I can find one cheap on eBay. Cool. Cool. All right. So if you've enjoyed listening to Fan Holes podcast proper, keep in mind, we're going to be doing Fan Holes Fright Fest all month long. So there's going to be other Fright Fest episodes. And if you like checking out the proper podcast, you can find it over on the fanholespodcast.blogspot.com. If you have any angry, angry emails, if you're like, God damn it, why are you making fun of Small Wonder? No, Vicky. You can send us angry emails at fanholespodcast at gmail.com. We can be found on all kinds. Hey, I love Small Wonder. I love Small Wonder. I do. No, Vicky. We can be found on all kinds of streaming. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Spotify. We're on all kinds of insipid, terrible social media. We're on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook. And we appreciate all the likes, hearts, shares, and retweets that we receive. And until the next time, this is Derek, Derek WC. Show me the mummy! Signing off. You're waiting all episode just to say that. Uh, <laughs> and then all, all I will do is my Vicky impersonation. Play the house. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
All right. I've added, I've added another one to the, the repertoire of Vicky the Robot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill her, Vicky. Don't do it. <laughs> Murder the boy. By your leave, sir. By your command. Alright, um, let's see here. By your command. <laughs> no, Vicky! Strangle the cell. You should put us in charge of the small wonder That's reboot. Funny. It'd be a totally different fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be epic, small wonder. It's gonna be punched people's faces through. <laughs> Uh, Jamie, did you tell Vicky to kill again? Sorry, Dad. No, Vicky. God, I wish Dad would go fuck himself. Tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> no, Vicky, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh... Oh god, the hairy five inches, five inch mummies alive figures. Oh, there were regular and quote unquote fright face varieties. Right, yeah, because they did that in that second episode. He was all like, "Blah, yeah." Uh, apparently, Nefertina and Presley are hard to find. Well, I don't give a shit about Presley. Um, how dare you? Hey. How fucking dare you? He's the prince. What do you mean you don't give a shit? He's Rapsies, damn it. How dare you? I, I would seriously probably just He's buy He's the rap. prince, and, and he doesn't even have a real dad, Tony. You leave Presley alone. He's in Dubai. What are you talking about? He's fine. It's total bullshit, man. She just made that shit up. Have you ever... You, you've seen the show, right? Does, does he ever meet his dad? I, I really want to say that there's like a flashback episode. Where like I mean, they have, is it like, a flashback in like Egypt or is it a flashback like, like in like yeah. San Francisco? Yeah, okay. Yeah, like I want to say it's like one of those episodes where like you know I remember Dad told me this one time you know like Presley I've never told oh here Paul. it is his dad his dad's name is Paul Presley's father who lives in Memphis presumably Presley's parents are divorced. Whoa! God. His dad claims to be an archaeologist. But his true activities are somewhat suspect. <laughs> he visits Presley in My Dad the Hero. <laughs> nice. Okay. I told you I don't remember all the episodes. Nice. So Dude, I think I think I think I think Paul's getting around. I think I think when uh, when she says he's off investigating whatever, that means he's he's seeing like some young twenty year old girl on the side or something. He's investigating know. that Memphis pussy, that's what he's investigating. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Oh, God. Jesus. All right. Jeez. I think the small wonder bit's going to be put in. I, I think uh, that's going to be an end credit thing. <laughs> that was just too good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Uh, this is going to be the one, Tony. This is going to be the one that gets us canceled. The small wonder thing. <laughs> right. We were doing so well. Uh, we were okay. we stayed above the water as far as getting canceled. Damn it. <laughs>
Yeah, we just had a fucking go with Small Wonder. <laughs> Don't cancel them, Vicky. Don't do it. <laughs> Kill the trolls. <laughs> no, Vicky. 